Hey, what's going on? Um, welcome to another edition to Adapting the Remedy. I'm Joshua, and uh, this episode I'm going to just um, talk about a book that I had just read. Uh, it's called um, Spirituality, The Damnedest Thing by uh, Jed McKenna. And um, uh, I will have to say this, it, it definitely... It definitely, um, uh, I, I definitely read this at a perfect time in my life where I'm going through a very kind of like a tumultuous time, tumultuous, I can't even talk right now. Um, I'm going through a lot of turmoil in my life um, uh, that, uh, that has come to its manifestation, obviously. And um, while reading this, I took a lot of comfort in it even though this book is an absolutely hard hitter and uh, I've always been obviously geared towards like spirituality and uh, you know maybe not religion so much but kind of like a relationship with um, with the divine uh, God Um, you know um, uh, in wrestling with the acceptance of Christ and uh, you know um, and obviously I I don't want to just stop at those types of readings um, I would like to obviously um, continue the uh, the journey with learning as much as I can while I'm here. And uh, um, yeah. the book is good. It's, uh, to be honest with you, I, I related a lot to it because, you know, kind I, I, it almost felt like I was kind of diving into my own mind um, reading it. You know, this guy... I can relate to him, um, just how much, how deeply he thinks about things, um, you know, and, but he's so pure and focused in his thought process, even though there's like a lot of like, just kind of probably some embellished stories and some conversation, but regardless, it was eye opening to the fact that, um, you know, I've always thought that in, from a very young age that there, that this world is kind of just like this. Um, it's kind of made up, it's kind of fake in a way, um, not in a bad way, not in this, like, um, not in the sense of malevolence, but in regards to how we, um, how we look at ourselves in the world, you know, and I could go out and read all like these self-help books and stuff like that. And you gotta be this, you gotta be that. And it just seems like it's always too much. You know, like there, there's a maintenance that's always involved and who the fuck can keep up with that? Honestly, you know, um, yeah, I mean, I like to work out. I like to have my ideas out there. I like to, um, make myself, uh, available as far as, you know, um, what kind of persona that we put out there. At the end of the day, you know, I always end up asking myself, well, what's the point, you know, um, but in a, in a kind of, uh, like cynical way. And, uh, this book really helped put things into perspective where it doesn't have to be cynical at all. You know, um, the hard part about doing all of this and having this type of journey is that nobody else can join you on this. No one, you know, um, and uh, it's going to be a primer into how I'm going to view my faith going forward in this world. 
And, um, you know, I do, while, while he doesn't think that there's kind of like a divine force and it's just, uh, it is what it is, um, I, I tend to think that there is a divine force out there and um, that we're all tapped into that in some way, shape, or form. What we make of that is going to be up to us. And, um, you know, it, uh, if, I don't know, like the past three months since May, I've like really felt dead inside, you know, um, really dead inside. And uh, it's not a pleasant feeling when you don't have any direction with that type of feeling and whatnot. But I started this book earlier this year and then I just kind of put it down. I ended up getting distracted with work. But now since I've left EMS, um, I decided to finish the book and I'm very happy that I did so. <clears throat> Um, it's extremely, uh, this world is overwhelming and I think you all can agree with that. This world is extremely overwhelming and, you know, our approach to how we view the world and how we, and how we, uh, how we engage with it is going to be influenced by the environments that we put ourselves in and also the egos and uh, self-identification that we, uh, you know, that we build up for ourselves. And no matter which way we, we, you want to spin it, we're all going to do that. You know, um, I think with this book, you know, I'm now much more mindful of it. And I'm now convinced that people can change for the better or for worse. But there's... Um, in, um, we can kind of have an innate, uh, or at least I have a better perspective that people do change for the better or can change for the better if they want, you know, um, are you going to fall back into your old habits and, and ways and stuff like that? And if that's comf comfortable for you and you're willing to live a life like that, then go right ahead by all means. But you know, in my 20s, um, I was really free spirit. And I was just floating around like a butterfly and just didn't really have anything that bound me down. And then I decided that I had to go identify with a career and all that stuff like that. And turns out it's just, it's not me, you know. Um, I, uh, I, I identified with, with, with being a paramedic and EMS pretty hard. And, uh, you know, I'm not going to say I regret it. I learned a lot in that experience. But now I have a whole new perspective on identity. And read, I would highly recommend, whether you're an atheist, a Christian, um, Islam, uh, Buddhist, all that, read that book and ask yourself, what is it that you are, you know, trying to achieve in this life? You know, um, there's nothing wrong with achievement. But I guess the intent is the most important thing that uh, a lot of people need to kind of keep in mind. Because I'm, going, I'm not going to lie, a lot of what I did, when I really think about it, was for accolades. Let's be honest. You know, let's get to the truth of the matter. It was for accolades in a way. It was for recognition. It was for some sort of validation of me being in the world 
and having some sort of positive reinforcement and persona and type of like um, uh, some type of uh, identity in which people can associate me as. But how boring is that if you're just going to identify as one thing? You know, that's just not me. It's why I'm such a hard person to kind of, you know, uh, to really get to understand. I'm a very misunderstood person because I've always innately had that kind of, um, you know, character to me where I'm kind of boundless. And when you try to bound somebody who's boundless, it's a recipe for disaster. You're just asking him to, you're just asking uh, an individual to just pent up all of this anxiety and, and you, they get depressed, you know, um, that's, but that's not everybody, obviously, you know, now this, this journey that I'm on is not for everybody. It's not, let's face it, you know, it's for the person who really wants to examine the world that they live in and really get to a truth where you're not going to be able to do anything about the anxiety, the depression. But what you can do is you can do something about how you view those triggers and how you go about and, um, you know, I guess you could say uh, purify yourself from them. They're always going to be there. You know, I think the most important part is to be able to identify it and uh, to bring a little Eckhart Tolle into this. You know, you do. Uh, he brings up concepts like he's another one for enlightenment, but he, he brings up concepts like the pain body and uh, you know uh, bringing the pain body to the light. And if you bring it to the light, you know it, it can't exist in the light. And um, that right there is kind of more on the mis mystic side of things. Um, and I'm not a mystic, you know, I'm not religious. I'm not. Um, you know, you know, I'm not an atheist or anything like that. I'm definitely an agnostic, but um, in a way, you know, he was right. You know, you need to identify the things that make you, um, that, that defined you at that time when you were going through a hard time. Identify it and to be able to say, hey, look, that's not me anymore. You know, that's not me anymore. I'm not that person I am not my past and the transformation from that point until now is a hurtful one but it's not gonna kill you if you don't let it get to you you know so um, a little bit more about the book um, so it's 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 a fairly easy read um, he tells a lot of like uh, stories and he you can tell he this whole thing takes place in springtime, um, and I guess he had he must have had a profound experience with some people, um, where you know he felt compelled to write about this stuff to help kind of sort these things into his mind because of the way he was being um, approached and addressed. Um, that maybe sometimes it's just better to just get things down in words and into. Um, into a book maybe to help kind of you know bring it all into perspective and again like I said he, he embellished I think he embellishes a little bit and he probably threw in some um, maybe some mock conversations in there but regardless the ideas that he talks about are, are just pure 
It's the only thing I can say. And it's not bliss. It's not heaven. It's not nirvana. It's not utopia. It's not this ha- internal happiness happiness that you're trying to um, that you're trying to fulfill. It's this understanding of what the void is, and I guess maybe how to fill that void. You know, and you're not going to get it through love and relationships. You're not going to get it through friendships. You're not going to get it through um, being. Uh, being at work all the time or having some sort of career that you're that you're vying for or that you're like, like really pushing for and it's going to define you um, while all those things are great in and of itself they're merits to to attain in your life and they should be attained but if you really want to get to the crux of stuff and you really want to have some sort of like at least not peace in the sense of like calmness but peace of mind of saying Ain't nothing you can do about X, Y, and Z. It is what it is. Um, and saying, you know, go on to the next. Uh, you know, this is a good book to really indulge yourself in. And, yeah, a lot of people do talk about that. We're like, ah, oh, it's in the past. You can't, you can't dwell there. They don't really understand, I guess, the spiritual aspect of it. Because a lot of us go towards alcohol, um, drugs. Um, we seek, um, you know... You know, we seek to surrender to somebody, and I'm just as guilty as anybody else with that, with these worldly temptations. But, um, you know, I can see where the teachings of Christ and all that stuff like that kind of fits into this in a way. Um, Not so much that it is the underlining value, but that it is a tool and understanding of what that enlightenment is and where you can really be patient in your life and see things through for what they really are. And unfortunately for someone like me who has like anxiety and depression, I get caught up in my mind, I ruminate a lot, and I, you know, you know, unfortunately that becomes, you know, that, that, that consciousness, that, uh, you know, that, that perception becomes... Um, becomes clouded and then you just get you just go into this downward spiral and it's happened many times in my life regardless the fact that I've been really into a lot of this stuff at the same time but I never really delved like never really really delved into it until now and I'm really happy that I did and uh, um, so that's pretty much what I want to say about the book Um, I can't really tell you anything else and again like you know, you can't take my word for it. You really got to read this, um, and then figure it out for yourself or come up with your own conclusions. So, um, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Um, don't be afraid to reach out to me. I would love to get, uh, I'm going to be getting some more people on pretty soon. Um, and, uh, yeah, I hope you all have a good day and, uh, have a beautiful, beautiful August, uh, day to enjoy. All right. Take care guys. Bye.